transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Batman movie for the first time and being like, oh my god. Like, I sat in the theater for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a slow burn. It was a very slow burn. Uh, <laughs> this is not a slow burn, however. This is a podcast. Welcome to Matinee Edition. Some could argue it is a slow burn. <laughs> uh, episode uh, 22. 22. Double, double deuce. Double, double, double deuce. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to go with coffee and contemplation. Oof. Is it double deuce what happens when you listen to too many coffee and contemplations? That's exactly what happens. <laughs> <laughs> really rustles you up. Oh, man. Like I, a couple shots of espresso. I'll have no, I do have another couple of those I'm popping. Now, I just did, I recorded one. Double deuces? Double deuces. <laughs> you got to pause this real quick. I'll be back. Uh, no, I got a couple new, couple new coffee and contemplations finally ready to go. Nice. So I'll give you getting those up this next week. For anybody listening. Uh, Hope. <laughs> Please. Hopefully. <laughs> Please uh, listen. So, brand new week, brand new me. Is it a brand new you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel relatively the same. Oh, that's good. You well, have that's less, good. You have less discs in your back. Yeah, yeah, I got or, one let in the wrong place. It's compressed. Ugh. Yeah. Hey. Herniated disc. Whoa. All right, but we're. <laughs> yeah. Parte. Woot woot. Uh, <laughs> but realistically, I don't know if we were really here to talk about my herniated discs. Yeah, this isn't. Uh, where let's got. Well, I mean, we 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 can talk about whatever the fuck we want, really. Yeah, it's our podcast. I guess that's kind of true. deal with it. We'll deal t- with it. Change the name to Matinee Doctor Visit. <laughs> you know, I did have this idea for a podcast called Hogan's Health Tips. Where it's like it's like literally like just like a, a good health tip, but you just like you have to say it like it's like presented to you like Hulk like Hogan, Hogan, you know? Yeah. <laughs> brother, brother. You gotta do more crunches, brother. <laughs> Get after it, brother. <laughs> That's the, saw, the only tagline we're using. I saw this uh he Hulk Hogan posted. I didn't even know Hulk Hogan had an Instagram. <laughs> Hulk Hogan posted on The Rock's uh, photo that the Rock, the Rock put up or whatever. Yeah. And it was something to the effect of like, oh, you're amazing, you know, blah, 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 blah. Much brother. respect, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he awesome. even wrote it. Like, he even took the time to write it out. It's like, <laughs> probably just, an exclamation point. Oh, man. It's Two so R's like, at the end. I feel, like, I feel like Hulk, I just, I completely kind of forgot about Hulk Hogan. Honestly. I don't think anyone ever forgot, but they just pushed him aside. <laughs> no, I think I just straight up forgot about him. Honestly. Really? I was, well, because I... <laughs> that sounds so stupid, yeah. Uh, but, like, I just kind of forgot that he was just uh, not... I sound, this sounds bad, but he was just not dead. <laughs> uh, he does seem like one of those... Shit. He did seem like one of those stars that had died. Like, well, I'll get back. One of those stars that died that like, you might not remember yeah like i made the mistake of being around spencer once and i completely forgot that tom petty died oh no <laughs> yeah oh. so i turned to him and i had i asked i was like hey is tom petty dead <laughs> i was so like my, my dad the other day had an argument with me about whether peter gabriel was still alive <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird i mean some people some people stick with you others don't man spencer like, uh, spencer with tom petty would probably be like hey pay respect dude i feel like i feel like he just this He's a he's an artist. I feel like he lost respect for me after I after I had to ask him that. But I needed did, to did, know, man. Did you I, know? Do you know what Tom Petty said the day he died when he was going off stage at that concert in L.A.? What he said, I'm gonna go take a long nap. 
Oh, and then shit. he went down, laid down, and died. Is that true? Yep. Holy fuck. As he was leaving stage. Dude, that's fucking eerie as shit. I know. It's sort of creepy. <laughs> that's really creepy. Sort of also weirdly peaceful. I mean, like, at least he called it for himself, you know? Like, <laughs> Imagine that. All right, everybody. I'm going to go home and die. That's I'm it, really dude. tired. He's just, <laughs> I'm, I'm deathly tired. I'm really tired. I'm going to go die. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> fucking rough. Shout out uh, to, uh, shout to Jenna Riffis. Uh, <laughs> playing a show... Uh, on November 14th at the fucking Capitol, the backstage uh, or whatever. Yeah, in, backstage in theater, whatever, whatever the fuck the they're calling it. Capitol Theater. Olympia Film Society. Yeah. <laughs> OFS. Uh, yeah. He's opening for Dude York, right? Yeah, Dude Something York, like and it's playing with O Rose also. Cool. So it actually should be a pretty cool show. I would love to. Hey, I'll have to go watch that one. You might have to catch it. Yeah. Give us tickets. Yeah, please. We're plugging you. <laughs> so, uh, uh, actual <laughs> film news. Yeah, yeah. Um,. Should we talk about first? Should we do a Scorsese first? Yeah, let's talk. Okay. Uh, All right. So uh, I don't know if anybody else has been paying attention. Martin Scorsese recently made some comments. Uh, kind of just naysaying big Marvel movie. I mean, it wasn't like... I don't Marvel know if type exclusively filmmaking. Marvel movies, but it was definitely like... I feel like Hobbs and Shaw could fit into that category. Yeah, yeah. Like, like More fran- so. <laughs> big franchise movies. Yeah. Right? And he was saying that he's basically just like equating them to like not being cinema, not being art. Said, he said they were like a... He said there was like a theme park. Yeah, and I mean whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, like to him, I, I, I get I understand the gist. what he means. Very strange, like, like analogy. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, okay. I completely understand what he means because it very much is like these. It's not. I think his perspective on fil- filmmaking is like a heightened reality of the real world, but still like rooted in the real world. So yeah, like, what I, I immediately think of some of his like gangster films. I mean, like he just recently put out The Irishman. Yeah. which is three and a half hours long and I watched the first hour of so far. Well, so one of his things is that, like, I think he's just, and I don't mean to, like, naysay Scorsese, but I think he's just kind of butthurt that, like, he can't release films in theater anymore. Yeah. Like, like because theaters only want to show, <laughs> like, only want to show movies that are making money. And, like, money makers are these huge, like, bigger attractions. Yeah. And that's where I think the theme park kind of thing comes yeah. from, perhaps. And I feel but, like... Cinema, I mean, like, in-cinema viewing experiences have moved in that direction, but there still is a place for these art house-style films. Totally, totally. I don't think that's anything against his style of filmmaking, and based on his comments, it almost seems like he took it personally. I think so, too. Like, I think, I I don't know, I think he's, like, holding this torch, like, I'll find, like, I'll I'll take this, you know, and, and run with it. But it's like... I don't know. Like I feel like, I think everybody else kind of understands that there's a difference. Yeah. I feel like, you know, like it's not direct to direct to like TV or direct to rental sure. sort of has this weird like negative connotation to it that only shitty movies do that. Yeah. Yet I feel like we've had this like overwhelming level of quality that's been going to streaming services as of lately. Well, and that's kind of it. Like yeah. everything's moving towards streaming. Everything's moving towards online. Yeah. Even even like movies being released in theaters, like you see, like those numbers may be big for some movies, yeah. but like that shit is not like where the money's at or I where mean, the viewership is really at. Like like I think the best example is um look at El Camino. Yeah, limited uh, theatrical release over the weekend it was released, mm-hmm. and it came to Netflix at the same time. If you really Fun. gave a shit about the experience, you were able to go watch it in theaters. Totally. And then also something that comes to mind for me is um, Annihilation with Natalie Portman from about a year back. Did yeah. you ever watch that? I have. Yeah. Um, that that shit, that shit was fucking intense. Honestly. It was a it was a cool movie. Yeah. It went straight to theaters in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else it went straight to Netflix. And then oh, after really? the theatrical run. 
in the U.S. went straight to Netflix. So oh, like yeah. all all the foreign release was Netflix. That's wild. Yeah. So, it's yeah. and it's interesting to think of because that's a really good movie and it's sort mm-hmm. of got that artistic touch to it as well. Yeah. So I mean, it's definitely not like it wasn't. It's definitely not like a the step a franchise movie. That's yeah. For sure. It's not like a widespread crowd pleaser. Ooh, knocking the shit over. It's not. It's not the male. Um, <laughs> it's it's not like a like franchise crowd pleasing movie that's gonna make a fuck ton of money, but it has a place and people were able to appreciate it. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, I think like I feel like maybe just Scorsese, and much respect to him, I think maybe he's just not like cool I, personally with how things are now. Yeah, and, and like that's you know like like the Irishman's like it's it's on Netflix now. Yeah, it's a Netflix. Okay, because it, it has a, a Netflix limited, original. It had a, well, it had a limited release again, yeah. like El Camino. But I think that that's his thing. Is like he's just kind of like butthurt that like people are considering like Marvel movies to be oscar worthy or marvel movie or marvel movies to be like the same category as some of these other like i don't know like just different types of storytelling yeah like and that's kind of what like i keep saying marvel movies but like you know franchise movies that's franchise movies are meant to be these like built these like building universes for themselves like i just like to say the first of these big blockbuster franchises to win an oscar was Suicide Squad. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. It won wait, Best wait, wait. Makeup Design. Oh, that's so and gross. And Best Prosthetic Design. That's so gross. At the Oscars, which, but if, would you count? if it deserved, that's the one thing that movie deserved to be credited on, in my opinion. Like, <laughs> I guess if anything. Yeah, like, that's the one thing. But it says something that, like, that movie, which no one gave a fuck about, yeah. won that shit. The Marvel movies are done with such a level of care that the dude might not be able to appreciate that, but everybody that has grown up with those characters in the form of comics or in some other medium, whether it's, like, people my age that watch the cartoons in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, or people that read the comics, mm-hmm. it's interesting to see, like, a weird... It shows the different perspectives on filmmaking and on, like, the character study just because people grew up with this stuff and it's a super honest recreation, I feel like that's where a lot of the appreciation comes from. I feel uh, like for, he's hark- for people, yeah. I feel like he's hearkening even the MCU movies, which are done with a staggering level of care when you look into it, mm. to, like, the f- like love them. Like, we love them for what they are, but, like, the Fast and Furious films or, like, oh, the yeah. Transformers movies, like, where it is just boom, explosions. Yeah. It's- yeah, popcorn flying all around. Like, that... <laughs> it's a different... It's a different experience. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what he's, like... He had to start backtracking because he yeah. started getting backlash for it. Like, yeah. Ever since people those start comments. People pissed. And, like, you know, people that he's, like, probably... That he probably looks at with respect, too. Yeah. Uh, started saying, like, you don't... I don't think you know what you're talking about. Like, I mean, like like you said before we started recording, uh, we were talking about this, and it's like, James Gunn. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he, James he was Gunn... like, I look up to this man, and he's shitting on my like, work. He put, like, this, like, Instagram post up that was, like, basically, like... Like, yo, like, people like me have looked up to you, yeah. you know, from the get-go of our careers, yeah. and, like, hearing you shit on us is, like, you don't realize that, like, the influence that you laid for yeah. us is, like, what's making these movies. Yeah, it's and, like... like, that's what's fucking crazy to Scorsese me. is such a monumental filmmaker that has made so many quality movies that his influence is not just being felt in, like, these finely crafted arty artsy movies there are, his influence is all over the place fuck you can find like scorsese-esque characters in any genre of film 
It's crazy. Yeah. And so he, I just wanted to read this though, because this was his like his backtrack kind of statement that he yeah. made after he got all that backlash. Yeah. And he said, the tentpole films, the big comic book films, they're theme park movies. Yeah. As well done as many of them are at all levels. It's a different cinema form or a new art form entirely. We're hoping there are theaters that show the films that are not that. And if that, and that if they're going to show, if that filmmaker, wait, he said, if that, and if that, if they're not going to show, if the filmmakers still have an opportunity with, then at least the filmmakers still have an opportunity with streaming. It changes the experience, but otherwise, in two or three years, you're not going to have any, like, theaters. He's alluding yeah. to like not having any theaters showing different films other than the big franchise. Which movies. I understand, and I yeah. and I actually agree with that. Well, point. and that's exactly it. Like, stre- that's what like streaming has led to. Streaming yeah. has led to that avenue where you get like honestly, if you're looking for a different experience, you're getting all sorts of different amazing types of work yeah. on Netflix, on fucking Prime. It's on, became it's became an, it's became an avenue for risk taking in the medium. Absolutely, I mean, is it very well? They could just very well be pumping all that shit out. Yeah, As dude. an example, and something that we love, Stranger Things got denied by four TV networks before it went to Netflix. Which is insane. And it's the it's like one of the best shows on TV right like now. Like every one of those networks is kicking their ass it's because like, of that. Um, I think <laughs> I think the Duffer Brothers were like, we went to ABC, we went to NBC, we went to Fox, and they went to uh, TNT. And My then God. they went to Netflix. My God. Yeah. I can't believe none of them picked that shit up. Yeah. Which it I think that just speaks to it. It's like there's... There's avenues for risk taking and sort of different expressions, either than the mainstream blockbuster film, which, in my opinion, yeah, deserves to belong in a theater. You well, don't get the same experience if you're not in a theater. Well, definitely. And Whilst, I think, if well, I'm watching I, like a like a down to earth like mafioso drama, mm-hmm. I can watch that on my couch and get relatively the same experience. Perhaps. I mean that that again, like uh, like that experience thing is kind of subjective because it's just sort of like yeah, I mean. I can understand, like, in his argument, it's, like, the opposite, you know, where it's, like, people want to have the experience of going and seeing that gangster movie in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> and, like... And I feel like that's changing, though. I th- well, I, I think, yeah. I think either way, people want to have the fucking option of the experience. And yeah. Like, that, that is what hasn't changed. But what's changed is just the monetary value attached to each movie has grown has grown significantly more important I mean than like, anything else any other factor in, going, in terms in, of going to these movies going into the <laughs> 2000s the highest grossing films were like below a billion dollars yeah like the highest and now we have fucking 2.8 billion with Avengers Endgame dude they're saying Joker's on track to make make as much money as Avengers Infinity War yeah which oh, is, I saw that was, I saw that was getting ready to break Deadpool 2's record yep. for R-rated filmmaking which oh man okay so this just puts Scorsese to bed yeah uh, not that not that either of us have seen Joker yet which is <laughs> like really just one it's it's on hey, us probably next week <laughs> um, but I read that uh, Joker is probably not getting a release in China and it's weird yeah and uh, it's because of something I'm going to be actually talking about in one of these coffee and contemplations coming up is th- is that there's been a Joker face paint popping up at protests <laughs> around the world. Well, I, and neither one of, the, of us have seen it, but I'm pr- that movie ends with a huge, like, mob protest. Yeah, I mean, they allude to that in the fucking trailer and yeah. everything as well. That and there's so, like, riots against, exactly. like, the government. And, and you, see, you see face paint in the movie yeah. and shit. And, or it in makes the sense. fucking trailer and shit. And so, so uh, like, in China, there's obviously been, like, a huge protest going on in Hong Kong since June, but... Um, 
they're like they're thinking like everybody's just thinking that they're gonna crack down on that and that's such a huge marketplace for that movie to just like yeah. not hit I mean I think I saw the numbers it's like 15 western films get a release in China annually not very much Hobbs and Shaw that's where they made their fucking money oh yeah was in China this la- the, the, I, I, that's and, where all the fucking movies like the, all the like popcorn films dude, make a fuck ton of money Fast and Furious 9 is gonna make money over there dude <laughs> shit um, I think Furious 7 made over a billion dollars just in China no, that movie, that movie really? is like number five or something. It's yeah. like one of. I, I think, always forget that for that. that it's like right up there. With there's the two films on the top ten highest grossing films list mm-hmm. that aren't Disney movies, <laughs> and I think one of them is a Fast and Furious movie. Mike, I'm pretty sure. I'm yeah. pretty sure one of them is. And it's it's probably Furious Seven because that's the one that Paul Walker yeah. died on and had the most press behind it. So, yeah. uh, but it's. But, yeah, that yeah. would be a huge hit. It wouldn't be Infinity War if it didn't get released there. No, it, it, w- it won't. I don't think it will. It, yeah, and that's that's kind of it. Like that's where that's where the it stops. You yeah, know? it's like and I, I've been noticing that more and more the more I like read about movie news. Like, yeah. people start actively like dreading whether or not movies will be like released in China yeah. because that's like a huge marketplace. Like, and then I read that that as a matter of fact there's most rated r movies that come out mm. are not released in china i'm not surprised which is like it's a very heavily vetted film community i mean it's the whole thing of uh well it's just a very i mean the government doesn't want people to see shit over there I mean, like, kind have of... you, have you seen, this is this would be a great coffee and contemplation thing but have you been seeing all the shit with like blizzard and oh everybody, yeah dude everybody catering to the that fucking nba's cra- like, i know like it's w- it's infuriating and i'm not surprised that like big filmmaking companies would take that shit seriously i mean yeah it makes sense it's the I, fucking evil I, corp- corporate landscape again man it's a huge marketplace yeah like, i mean it's uh, make or break like <laughs> People yeah. could, like, I think I saw it, fucking Gemini Man is one of the movies that got oh released there. Oh my god, dude. And I it made heard... almost all of its money there, but still it's going to bomb by like 75 it. million. That's it. I heard it bomb, dude. Yeah. I, heard, I I mean, I, I got to be honest, like, I, as a person, as the Fresh Prince, as like, you know, <laughs> respect to Will Smith, I was not interested in that movie. I watched it from the, from the get-go, from the first fucking mm-hmm. trailer, I was like... Uh, like it doesn't look like much is going on in that film. I'm still more interested in Bright than I have been in Gemini <laughs> Man. <laughs> was it David Ayer said about Bright in an interview that Bright was going to be his Star Wars? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Which ooh, Dude, Star Wars? Did you ever man. watch that? What? Bright, by the way, I did. I did. I I, I really thought they could have done better with it. Uh, just 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 as like. I mean, I think they could have built something better. Intriguing world setup. Uh-huh. And I definitely think that they, they w- would have been better served as per- maybe perhaps developing a series. Yeah, it would have like definitely been better as like a Netflix series. In that world, rather yeah. than like a one-shot like a movie. Hey, this is all happening. Like, yeah. Anyway. I mean, I do. I will also say they <laughs> that in, at one point, Will Smith in that movie refers to an ogre as Shrek. Which is like so Shrek's in this universe. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a Mexican dude who talks about like, you know, they never stopped giving us shit about the Alamo. Like and I was like, what the fuck? This doesn't make sense. It's so like, weird. This context like I get what I get the joke, but the context doesn't make any sense. No. It's, it's fucking uh, weird. That movie, man, that movie just didn't just didn't work. Hey, talk about people not giving a fuck and making just like weird gritty films. David Ayer made Suicide Squad too. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, it won an Oscar. Yeah, it won an Oscar. Who well, the like, fuck? <laughs> that's that's the thing. I think, uh, but it it won the only appropriate Oscar for it. 
Yeah, I mean, arguably, uh, well, what about where do you place Heath Ledger in that? Like Heath Ledger won a won won a Oscar for his performance. Here's, as the okay, Joker. here's my thing. So Six, I feel like the Oscar for Suicide Squad was it was good. If it was a acting Oscar, I would have immediately called bullshit. Oh, for but sure. But it was praising the people that I think it was directly for like makeup and costume design. Which was the only thing that film had fucking going for it. Yeah. Look at, um, I think in the B-roll they show before that Oscar goes up where they're showing all the contenders, they showed the people doing the makeup for Killer Croc, mm-hmm. which wasn't CGI. It was fully prosthetic, which is fucking, fucking impressive. Uh, they, and the shit they did for that, all the tattoos on uh, El Diablo, mm-hmm. they put in. And like, why go through so much effort for such a shitty fucking movie? <laughs> <laughs> which I, I get, but then at the same time, I'm I, I I have a respect for that. I have a respect for the artists that did that. Yeah, I mean, so, oh, for sure, for sure. Heath like, Ledger won a completely appropriate Oscar for that agreed. fucking monumental performance in The Dark Knight. Oh, I have respect for the people that earned that Oscar, even though I don't respect Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like, like the work that they put in. Like okay, it's like uh. The costumes, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle costumes in the in the like the yeah. ninety nine move ninety nine yep. movie is fucking awesome. Uh, the rest of the movie doesn't hold up. Not at all. Like those costumes are actually still pretty cool. Yeah. Much respect to the artists that still that made them, but like it's the like, rest of that movie is pretty fucking. It's like meh. the it's like the Walking Dead. They oh, won yeah. the Emmy for best costume design and best makeup. But like, do I like the show? Fuck no. Like the, yeah, <laughs> janky or janky around the edges. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Speaking of blockbuster films that have been rocking our pants for 30 years <laughs> the uh star wars franchise oh my god man uh star wars so the, the last trailer just came out yeah. for the rise of skywalker which oh, yeah. I, I gotta be honest i still don't care for that name oh that's that's the consensus I mean, i've been saying i still stand by the fact that like the the jedi the sort of like gray jedi medium is gonna be called the skywalker I mean, maybe I, I don't like. I mean, that would be a cool name for like a like a, yeah. a Skywalker's or whatever. Yeah, you know, like. But I just think it's. I don't know. I think it's too like too in your face. It's really like, it's really like it's, re- it's really like directly tying this into the sky. Like this trilogy yeah. ends with the Skywalker clan. Yeah, like, they're and the, like that's the feeling that you get from a lot of like their advertising and a lot of the trailers and stuff. Yeah. Like they make a big deal of saying like. This is the final. It's it's this the end of the is saga. This end of the saga. Which I like, sort of like. Well, I'm I mean, okay with ha- them just like calling it good after this. They have to. Like yeah. they can't. Like they they just the actors aren't going to be around. The characters aren't going to be around. Like, yeah. They have to find some way of making this like hard cut to other things in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And that I mean that like it's but it's just very it's funny to me because it's just pretty obvious what that they're doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean like when we look at the critical reception over all of these films, mm-hmm. like the the Force Awakens, I had a really good time watching. It got a lot of shit Definitely. for being very derivative. I was really stoked about seeing that in theaters. Yeah. Like, and it was it was fun. Yeah, it I actually was. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. And it's but it was very derivative of a new hope. And Definitely. I completely understand that criticism, and I agree with it. Mm-hmm. The Last Jedi was disappointing, and like I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. Subsequent subsequent rewatches, I was like, yeah, oh, it sort of falls apart at the seams a bit. But yeah. I think the first the first time I watched it, the shock value of like what the fuck is going on here was enough for me to be enthusiastic about it. Totally, that, yeah, like that, that didn't start wearing off for like the first couple of times I watched yeah. it, and then like yeah, you start like after you you watch it like that 
fucking third time or whatever yeah. and you're just like you're starting to like realize like there are some kind of like janky holes here granted, and there. Like, granted it's still in my opinion a serviceable film oh totally like anybody totally. All, all i'm not agreeing with the motherfuckers that were sending the girl who played um why am i forgetting her name who the the one who went off with finn Oh, the, the uh, Rose or whatever. Yeah, Rose. Yeah, uh, the girl who played Rose had to delete her Instagram because she was getting so much hate mail. Fuck you if you do that. It's yeah, like like that's just some fucking bullshit. It's like, it's like she didn't do a bad job. She worked with what she was given. If it's not the girl's fault. So like all the people that were going ape shit and giving mm-hmm. all these actors shit, you need to realize they're not the people to blame for it. Oh yeah, well and, and it's like. I mean, I w- people running with shit like that so far is like, I, it, you have you have to understand that like you need to get something better to fucking do with your life. Yeah. As somebody, <laughs> as somebody <laughs> who like, enjoys like film and really has like strong opinions regarding filmmaking, like you you begin to invalidate your own opinion once you become an asshole. And I understand Absolutely. that people. I understand people grew up with Star Wars and they really care about it. I I am one of those people. Yeah, man. You man. have everybody has the right to voice their criticism and have their own opinion, but it. I, I will stop taking you seriously once you're a jackass. Well, and that's kind of it. Like, know that we're all arguing about a fictitious thing that yeah. really doesn't have, like, I don't know. It, like, I don't know. Calling somebody out personally is yeah. like, completely different than, like, arguing about, like, the semantics of whether, like, the Millennium Falcon could make a fucking, <laughs> you know. Which I will run. say, some of the stuff in The Last Jedi, like, some of the strong moments in The Last Jedi were some of the strongest moments in the franchise, in my opinion. Yeah, like, I mean. You have like this. You have some very definitive moments in that that obviously set up future things the, for the, the universe. The fight with Rey and Kylo Ren in the throne room was, was fucking was, rad. Honestly, it was <laughs> wicked. Like, that was a great scene. Word. And the um the 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 hyperspace ram yeah was fucking that was insane. Intense. Even if it doesn't, the big criticism on that one was that it doesn't hold up in the lore, Man. but. You know, in the first movie, Han Solo said, "Oh, it's hyperspace is super dangerous." Mm-hmm. Just, they left it there, yeah. and they like, <laughs> I get it, but like, fuck it, it was dope. And yeah. in the moment when it went completely silent and that happened, there were like audible gasps in the theater, including myself, when I was just going, "Holy shit!" Yeah, that was definitely what, one of those holy shit moments. <laughs> what a, it was just a cool moment. Yeah, and like even the end of that. At the end, where Luke turned out to be a hologram, they yeah. was projecting. That was a fucking dope scene. That was. I mean, like, I you didn't. I, I honestly, I didn't. Like going into that, I, I didn't see that happening. Yeah, I didn't see him force projecting himself. What from across the fucking galaxy? You, yeah, basically. He, um, <laughs> and the entire Shit's like nuts. subsequent rewatches on that, it, mm-hmm. the detail with that is really cool. Yeah, because like you can see he's not. There's no red footprints behind him. Yeah, and that, and that's kind of it exactly. Yeah. Like that was one of those like I rather than like seeing a hole in it, like I was like, oh shit, that was like a cool like a. It was a cool moment. Yeah, more appreciation for it. I mean, like that's the closest they'd ever be able to get to Luke being this overpowered beast that he is in some of the extended like literature. I mean, they could have. They they could have just like rolled with some other shit with him like but they just i mean they really did it would it would i feel like it would be too much if he was this like crazy just like force bearer like he is <laughs> i think there's that there's but that's the one the, i mean what about palpatine though man yeah like, well there's palpatine's that... this like crazy evil like force wielding like, well i feel like that's because he's like thing. bought into the dark side and the dark side is like notably stronger fair the, I mean, that's always been the case. Well, arguably, that's always been the case. But. He, I, and, like, um, there's the subsequent stuff in 
the Star Wars canon, the old canon, mm-hmm. where it was the books where like there was the alien race that came from outside the galaxy, the Ulantan or something like that, and they were like not they were strong against Force users. And they came to invade, like, the main Star Wars galaxy. And that's what Palpatine was making the Death Star for. He knew they were coming. Oh, shit. And so he was starting to defend them. In a battle in those books, Luke uses the Force and subsequently wields 30 lightsabers. (laughs) Whilst just kicking ass and pretty much just railing an entire army himself. That's what people wanted from that. Yeah. And Which like, you're never going to be able to pull that off. The, just, like, the scene where visually. he got blasted by everybody. Well, Adam Driver is fucking awesome as Kylo Ren. I stand mm-hmm. by that. Where he's just like yelling for everybody to shoot him. Yeah. And he just walks out and like, brushes off his shoulder. That was fucking badass. It like, was cool. I don't man. care if it's a projection. It's a cool moment. Yeah. But like, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, the, you're not going to be able to get like these like ridiculous yeah you know like force moments in a movie like that it's like it's like what we all expected it's like something on that level of captain america picking up thor's hammer like it's (laughs) there needs to be more set up to that and star wars hasn't had like 30 movies yeah well you're definitely right like in in case in point is like a that that moment i love that uh that princess leia is this kind of like under underspoken force yeah. user right yeah but there's that moment where she like gets blasted out of the ship and i thought that i thought that's how they, they were gonna kill her i thought that was too but like she gets blasted out of the ship and, and like survives outer space and yeah. then like force pulls herself back to the fucking ship and you're like holy shit like i've never yeah. seen her use the force before at all yeah. there's no context for this it looks just like absolutely crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> All the like, shooting stars memes. Like I just like instantly. I remember like that moment. I was just like, and I love Carrie Fisher. I yeah. love Princess Leia. Like I was Princess Leia for Halloween, like not, <laughs> not too long ago, and like I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like <laughs> it's a cool <laughs> moment in theory. In theory, but it would like be, when they were writing it out. They're like, oh, dude, she's gonna look so badass doing this. And it looks sort of <laughs> janky. The, the, the thing that stuck with me in that moment was that Akbar died. Uh, uh, <laughs> the Yo, I heard that they're bringing uh, Admiral Akbar's kid into like some yeah. sort of canon. Like, an, well, you see, I guess like he's a Mon Calamari or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And which is just a funny name for me. Yeah, for a fish, for a race of fish people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess one in the new trailer, which is what we're leading up to talking about here, yeah. they they see all the ships behind the Millennium Falcon, which is a badass shot. Yeah. There's a ton of Malcolm Calamari, which are the huge cruisers that yeah. the Rebellion used. Yep. Yeah, that was like, like, like in Return of the Jedi, a lot of like the the ships that you like, those yeah, the like flagships are, are calamari ships. Yeah, <laughs> mon calamari ships. I Deep suppose. fried. Deep fried. <laughs> Shit. The uh, they have a little dipping sauce. Right oh man. The um, no, but the new trailer was fucking dope. It really does. Uh, it really like we still don't know what we're getting out of this, but like I, I mentioned this to you before we recorded, it has that like gravitas that you'd oh, expect yeah. from Star Wars. Oh yeah, it it looks like it's. I mean, it looks like it's just gonna be a head. It looks like it's gonna be a heavy Star Wars movie, yeah. honestly. Like, like it's not gonna be one of those. Like, I mean, it's not gonna be one of those prequel trilogy like yeah. fluffers. It's like I'm honestly with them being like with this being like the end of the saga. Yeah, I I want 
like Rogue One levels of like fucking carnage war movie. Absolutely, man. like well, because I mean they better have learned that lesson. Like the Rogue One was was well received, man. Yeah, I, I mean like people, Rogue One was fucking dope. <laughs> it was it was dope. It was dark. It was like awesome. That but, last like, that last like thirty minutes of Rogue One, mm-hmm. where all those heroes are going out in blazes of glory, dude. It was so fucking intense. Yeah, it was awesome. And like, uh, my my girlfriend was next to me, and she always gets so fucking invested in films, <laughs> just like. Just sort of like crying just a bit, yeah, yeah. especially when uh, the when the fucking ninja dude, the oh, blind dude, yeah, yeah, Daredevil yeah. from Star Wars, is walking <laughs> forward. Like, what a great scene! That just entire last thirty minutes is just like what I sort of hope they do a bit of at the end of this movie. Uh, you know where the, you know where I think they're gonna touch on that kind of feeling. What? With the horses, man. Oh, with fucking the space Braveheart horses. in space. Yeah, Braveheart in space. If where you watch they're running the trailer, down the you... side of a star destroyer. You, yeah. If you haven't watched the trailer, definitely go do that because, like, you'll you'll notice that shot where it looks fucking dope. <laughs> there's all these star destroyers lifting off, like, or lifting up, and yeah. and, and there's just like a, a row of your heroes and your, rebe- and I your think rebels. It looks like, like Finn like, and Poe are on, like you're leading them. It looks yeah. like and and BB-8 like, rolling these, right beside them, <laughs> riding these space horses on the side of a starship in the middle of this like what looks like a. Armada, armada. Yeah, it's a fucking dope shot. It's intense, and they they put it in there right when the music is swelling. Oh my god, dude, the music! So you totally get that like this is fucking it vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just excited to see what they do with Palpatine, dude. I'm so excited to see what they do with Palpatine. Palpatine's like in, in when I was a kid, Palpatine was like this ultimate evil force to me. Like, when in reality he only showed up for Return of the he Jedi. He <laughs> only showed up for Return of the Jedi, but like but the implication was that this was the 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 evil that was like ruling the everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And <sighs> so like to see him like be like returned. Yeah. Is just like, "Oh my god, what are they going to do with that character?" And they better not just like snoke him where it's like they really like they really <laughs> snoke they, him. <laughs> they kill him really quick and then like or Which, something like that, but like I will say that like First viewing of uh, Last Jedi with yeah. how they'd set up Snoke to be this like weirdly omnipresent villain. I thought there was gonna be some grand, it was, grander thing. I will him, say but... immediate like my immediate reaction was like, oh, that's fucking ballsy. Well, like, and that's what you said earlier to me today was uh, perhaps like it was maybe like a like a botched creation in an attempt to yeah. re- revitalize Palpatine. Or there was something. a ton of in like the Star Wars novels mm-hmm. in like the after the original trilogy. There was a ton of stuff about Snoke cloning him, or not Snoke, but uh, Palpatine, Palpatine cloning, cloning himself. himself. And at one point, he cloned himself, and Luke became like an insider and became his apprentice. Yeah, and it's just like sort of this interesting dynamic that they could do. Yeah, and, and they almost seem to be alluding to. Yeah, with some of these shots in the trailers. I mean, released. and like like I mentioned to you, I thought that uh, Ray in that little like when she showed up with the red lightsaber, mm-hmm. I think that her entire deal is going to be that she is one of those clones. Oh, and man, that'd be so intense. Talking with though. one of our co- other coworkers about mm-hmm. this, Ryan. Oh yeah. And he, he's of the same perspective. He sort of sold me on it that like the reason that she doesn't remember her past or anything is that's all fucking fabricated. Yeah, I mean, and that, that makes the reason sense. that she's like, so fucking powerful in the Force naturally is because she's essentially Palpatine's daughter. Well, it seems like you have to be one of two, like from one of two bloodlines at this point, yeah. like from like Palpatine 
to like or Skywalker. Yeah, like those seem to be like the two. <laughs> or like, you have major... to be really, really fucking evil. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's like, pretty much well, it. Basically, it's like it's either like in your blood or you're really fucking evil. Like, yeah. or... like the reason that Darth Maul was so fucking powerful yeah. was because he just hated everyone. Oh, oh man. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that like Darth Maul would be such. A, I mean, they're clearly trying to do a little more with Darth Maul. Yeah, as a character, which would be interesting. But, yeah. Um, you're right though. Like it's like I mean, <laughs> there's like. It just seems so so weird to like say, uh, I don't know, like this. I've 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 been believing that Ray's a Skywalker, a secret Skywalker, for yeah. this entire fucking time almost. Well, I thought, but like that's such an interesting idea that she yeah. might be a clone of Palpatine. Yeah, but like that just fuck. turned out to be a girl. Yeah, like I I think um, looking back at some of the some of the weirder stuff that they've sort of tried, there are theories that I've seen. One of them I really liked. So in the Clone Wars, there's a big thing about Obi Wan in one of the sort of like short trilogies they did on mm-hmm. Clone Wars episodes, he almost left the Jedi Order to be with like this queen of another race. Oh shit. And like Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Get in some get in some action. And there's that whole theory that she was Obi Wan's daughter. Yeah, yeah. And it was essentially just centered around both of them being the only characters that have British accents. Well, and, <laughs> and there's like a there's like one time at a panel I think. Yeah. That she had like a card up for, it and it was like her character name was on the card and said yeah. Ray Kenobi. Oh seriously? Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? And so it was like, but like ever since then it's been like you know quiet. Yeah, I, I doubt that's the truth, but it's just I doubt one of those like too. in the moment I was like, whoa, yeah. whoa, uh, that'd be fucking nuts. But I, oh, man, I'm just I'm excited to see how they just how they wrap it up because like I said, like Star Wars has been such a huge part of my my fandom yeah. forever that you know like it's it I love the original trilogy for what they are. Yeah. The prequels, uh, I remember being hyped on them and being let down by them. Yeah. Like, it's been a weird mix with this, with this trilogy, so, but, like, I, I'm still stoked for, like, another one. You have that weird perspective that I... Uh, no, no, I, you don't have a weird perspective. I actually agree with yours if I were you. But I have a weird perspective in the sense that... I was ra- the first movies I remember watching as a kid were the prequels. Yeah, which is so different. Because, like, like, for all you listening, I was born in 98. Yeah. Like, this is... Like, I listen, I, I remember watching the prequels as a little kid and having my fucking mind blown. He's like, at that point, I didn't give a shit about dodgy CGI. I, mean, I didn't I mean, give a shit about the weird writing. It was more so like, what a cool world to look into. Yeah. Like, that I'm, was like, the, that was like the only, the reason why I, I liked yeah. those movies too was, was because it was just like, a, it was a crazy world to dive into because yeah. it was so much more expansive than yeah. the other one was. You could but. tell, and then like looking at the, uh, then watching the original trilogy, because I think for me, I watched them in chronological order mm-hmm. originally. Yeah. And then going to the original trilogy, the old, I didn't think anything of it because the old effects were so good. Yeah, like, at least in like the second, like the 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 you know five and six, yeah. like like the you know a new hope is sort of hard. It's hard to capture. Like, I imagine it's really hard to capture like kids' attention these days. Like yeah. kids like are like you know like like fucking twelve or younger. Oh, crazy! Like, I bet it'd be so hard to get them to sit down and watch a new hope now because oh yeah, like those effects don't really hold up. But even like Empire Strikes Empire Strikes Back, like, yeah. looks fucking slick yeah. still, man. I think most of the time when the best moments for like A New Hope is like when they're using the model stuff. Totally. Like totally. and not like the stop motion sort of weirdness that there is in some of those films. Yeah. That doesn't hold up as well, but when it's models, it looks fucking great. Well, and what sucks is that like if 
if Lucas would have just fucking left him, like they would have become classics. But he, yeah. when he when he continued to kind of go back <laughs> and like keep fucking with him and adding CGI, improvements, yeah, that made it sort of dodgy. Like, yeah, well, it, it made him like look jankier, and it made him just like it instantly took away that like classic appeal because then yeah. you're, like you're like you get all this like classic footage, and then it's like this hard cut to like a CGI you, you can't job. Can't find of the, the classics hut. anymore, and so which yeah, sucks. Yeah, like, I, I I think I think I own one of those trilogies. Yeah, bef- but like I before it was like re-release, really, but like yeah, I don't know. Like uh, anyway, where where Star Wars is at now though is so yeah. fucking interesting because they're finally at this launching point where they're gonna dig into t- other aspects of the universe. Yeah, like I was just reading that uh, Obi Wan motherfucking McGregor yeah. was <laughs> was doing an interview on like a talk show and they asked him how long he had been camping on the news that he was going to be playing Obi-Wan oh, he, again. Did he say like five years? It was. He said four years. Yeah. And he and he was saying that it was like he was like stressed out about it for like his entire <laughs> four years. And, I was, and like I, you know so it's stupid like it's, I'm stoked to see other aspects of the universe yeah. kind of getting explored. I'm intrigued. And I'm like I'm just really and as a fan, I'm really excited that they're taking the time to tr- to try to wrap up what essentially is these characters. Yeah. Like these characters' stories. Like, yeah. Like we're seeing the end of Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Leia. You know, all these fucking people, and we're getting into the Mandalorian. Yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi. And it's like a as, brand new world of like all this other shit. As I'm excited to watch this final film because I'm really hoping it's good. If there's one thing that J.J. Abrams does, is I'm he holding, makes consistently good movies. Yeah, and I, I'm holding my breath that this is gonna be a good movie. Yeah, like, I, I think I really. Am. Did you ever see Kevin Smith's interview where he's talking about this and no. he says that he went, what he went to set, and J.J. Abrams refused oh, to show that. him the last set because he did the movie he knew as a fan it would ruin it for him yeah and that it would be a mind-blowing thing to see in theaters yeah that shit's fucking like that is like such a tease yeah you know what a fucking tease because like that's like you're talking about oh man i don't know so i'm I'm excited for them to wrap up the whole skywalker theme because it opens up new space for like like you said the mandalorian we can dive further into obi-wan yeah and even like maybe i'm really hoping because i played those games that they eventually do the old republic yeah dude like that some of that shit would be really really fucking awesome to dig up old republic i don't know why they've been camping on that fucking it's so good for so long like those games have such such cool lore it was so popular yeah like that like it would be an i think it'd be an instant hit and it's and it's in a position in the timeline where it's so far back you can show the roots of everything Mm -hmm. whilst developing new stories that people care about yeah exactly and you wouldn't have to fuck with existing things for a while and it was at that point what's most intriguing to me it was it was before the rule of two with the sith yeah so like all like there's a fuck ton of sith lords and it's just intriguing to me yeah. what they can do with all of it. Speaking of Sith, okay, so speaking of Sith, so we were watching. You sh- you pointed out that uh, C three PO in this final trailer, he's hooked up yeah. to some computer, and then the trailer before that, he had glowing red eyes. Those glowing red eyes. Yeah. And what was the theory you had? So that, like, I saw a theory that they find like in order to find where Palpatine is hiding yeah. they need to read like a Sith tablet mm-hmm. and that's one of the languages that C-3PO doesn't know how to read so they so, have to modify him in some sense to but get him because to translate it's it. Sith it's inherently evil and something bad is going to happen to him by Dicey. reading to it so the fuck knows that yeah. explains the like weirdly bright red for real though yeah. like, like, it's sort of I remember that when that trailer came out putting everybody off Mm-hmm. Like something, what the fuck is going on here? Was it, yeah, I was like, what, what, evil C three PO? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was sort of what we immediately got. But so that maybe would make sense. it is, man. 
yeah, evil was, C-3PO. <laughs> I saw a theory recently that was like, what if they're like combat modifying him? And I was oh, like, shit. that would be fucking corny. For the first time in fucking nine movies yeah they, yeah, they make would, they give them a talk gun. about talk about cheapening star wars no, i don't want to see three p i don't want to see three po fight i do not we already saw r2d2 kicking battle droids asses yeah in, which is in the in the prequels which is the one part that i was like ah. yeah that was weird um i'm not stoked about that i i read this thing uh rumor about the movie that was suggesting perhaps our we could see an appearance of luke's green lightsaber who because uh we we see luke use it yeah in def, uh when he's like attacking kylo Ren. yeah and then we don't see it the rest of the movie yeah we, he uses a blue lightsaber in his force projection yeah and so the theory is that like r2d2 who has stored that lightsaber oh like, intriguing before, might be like popping that shit dude. out at the end and it might make an appearance in the final battle with, double-sided with lightsaber that'd be so oh my god dude double-sided lightsaber one blue one green there it is fucking dope that'd be and that'd be a representation of of the different like class levels of jedi so like in one just to throw this out Whoa. there the entire Mind time blown. because i didn't realize luke had made that lightsaber yeah because i watched the prequels first the entire time i thought that was yoda's lightsaber that yoda had like given him before he died oh yeah fair enough like i wonder what yoda i wonder what like i wonder if yoda did give like, maybe maybe that's the crystal that would be intense i'd be fucking dope that'd be that'd be such a like a fucking cool thing to write in yeah. there honestly so oh, just man because we're getting close to wrapping up yeah yeah Next week, I want to talk to you about Absolute Carnage because that shit's getting crazy. Oh shit! And number, and then also, I watched Zombieland. Yeah, which we were going to talk about briefly. We, we talked about Star Wars. So I'll much. throw How it out it? there. Worth watching. Yeah. Fucking great film. I I thoroughly enjoyed going out there with some friends and watching it. Uh, when you eventually watch it, we'll have to uh, talk about it more. But yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I I, I want to check it out. I remember that, that first one was just fucking hilarious out the gate it just like it was such a fresh take on zombies like, yeah if you enjoyed the first one you'll enjoy this one that's oh, yeah. all i gotta say so far fair enough uh we got some more podcasts coming up um we got an in tune coming out yeah so, haven't so, haven't put a few of those out in a couple weeks just been in the midst of a lot of stuff going a lot on of stuff going on but you here. know i've got a herniated disc man <laughs> we're not putting podcasts out all the time yeah I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we can't do all that shit. We got life too, listener. Yeah. Okay? How dare you? How dare you? Uh, but that being said, we'll put out some more podcasts. Yeah. Thanks for listening if you are. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Old Heart Radio, or on Twitter at Old Heart and Space. Yep. And no, man. Yeah. This is up. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Mandate Edition 22. Have a good day.